let me introduce you to inspiring entrepreneurs. Hi there, my name is Ben Gothard. My mission is to interview incredible entrepreneurs who are changing the world and present their stories to you, unscripted and unedited. From billionaires to Forbes 30 under 30 recipients to New York Times bestselling authors and much, much more, these people are living proof that nothing is impossible. Join me on this journey to learn from their experiences and become the person you're meant to be. Welcome to the Project Egg Show every morning at 8 a.m. Central. Three, two, and one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Project Egg Show. Today, we have the honor of speaking with Michelle Molitor, which is French and very cool. Uh, as the founder and CEO of Nectar Consulting, Michelle works with executives and entrepreneurs bringing over 25 years of experience, intuitive insights, and strategic business savvy to your success. Her unique inside-out approach is a culmination of years of study in the realms of emotional intelligence, neuroscience, physics, psychology, hypnotherapy, somatics, sales, marketing, and spiritual teachings to help you catalyze shifts in your thinking. In addition, Michelle has a bunch of incredibly impressive accolades that this short introduction cannot possibly do justice to. So without further ado, please help me welcome Michelle. How are you doing today? Hey, Ben. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's a pleasure to be here. The honor is all mine. So let's jump right in. First question is, what is your story? What's my story, Morning Glory? Um, well, let's see. Um, in my former career life, I was a creative director in web development at the height of the dot-com boom. I got pick, pack, and shipped from Atlanta all the way to San Francisco to work for a hot dot-com startup, and we were going to IPO the week I started. I had a golden ticket. It was going to be very, very exciting. I thought I was going to be a millionaire, Ben. And the week... I started was the week we were going to IPO it was very, very cool. And then the market crashed. <laughs> oh. no, right. And so we kept uh, persevering on. Um, but in the meantime, I, I hired a couple of folks from my team. I had a team of about 20, 25 people I was managing. And uh, some of the really smart people that I hired really had a problem working for a woman. And I essentially got bullied out of my job. And it was devastating. It, it crushed my confidence. And I was very much a deer in the headlights, um, not knowing what to do or where to turn, how to move my career forward in any way, shape or form. And so I hired a coach to help me figure out what to do next in my life. And in that process of being coach, truly found my passion and purpose of serving others and helping others find their purpose, their um, North Star, if you will, and moving forward towards that. So I went on to get trained and certified as a coach and started my own company in 2001. I've been at it for almost 18 years now. And uh, along that way, I was always in search of how to be better, you know, the best version of myself, how to work smarter, faster, right? And there was a couple of my own stuck spots that still I couldn't get out of the way, no matter what I did, I couldn't. Um, but I kept persevering and I had a lot of ups and downs in running my business. It's, it's hard to be an entrepreneur, right? And so a couple of years ago, I discovered in my constant quest for learning and growth, um, I discovered the work of Marissa Peer. She's a world-renowned therapist. And I did some work with her and was able to literally move some of those blocks I'd been trying to get at for 15, 20 years in a matter of weeks. And it was astounding to me, uh, the shifts that happened. And so when she started training people in her methodology called rapid transformational therapy or RTT for short, 
I was, oh, hell yeah, sign me up for some of that, right? Some more learning. Can I have another workshop, please? Right? So I've gone on to become trained and certified as an RTT therapist and have incorporated it with my work as a coach um, because I found that RTT is like doing a brain detox, <laughs> essentially. And so supporting it with coaching really gives my clients a safe container to operate from and go through this shift inside of 30 to 90 days versus months or years of therapy and coaching. So um, it's truly my passion and my purpose to do this work and to serve others. And um, I feel really blessed um, to be able to do what I love and love what I do every day. So that's my, my story in a nutshell. All right. Well, you got me very, very interested when you said the words brain detox. I have, <laughs> I have got to know what's going on there. Can, can we like seriously drill down into that? Yeah. Yeah. So a brain detox is essentially a way of moving old beliefs that are at a deep subconscious level that you've been carrying around perhaps since you were a little boy right? Um, that you didn't even know you had because we go through life and things happen, events happen, people say things to us and we, we just take them in, particularly as children, we're, we're sponges, right? So we just take in information. There's no discernment that's right or wrong, good or bad. We just take it in and then we make up stuff about ourselves based on the things we've heard and seen, right? I'm good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm smart. I'm not smart. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too something, right? That leaves us feeling not whole, not complete, and keeps us in a, in a mode of searching for something, seeking, striving, right? That pushes us and sometimes pushes us in not very good ways, right? And I'll tell, I'll share a story with you about that in a minute. But essentially, this work that, that I do enables me to um, take you into a very relaxed state of being called hypnosis, right? It's not woo-woo. It's not stage trickery. It's, it's science. It's really cool. So I'm essentially dropping you into an alpha brainwave state where your critical judging um, prefrontal cortex kind of takes a back seat, takes a nap, right? And then enables me to have a conversation with your subconscious and find out what's at the root, the cause, the reason for this block, this um, stuck feeling. It might even be a physical or emotional block. Um, I've worked with folks who've had depression, PTSD, have had chronic migraines or IBS, you know, inflammatory bowel syndrome for 15, 20, 30 years and have been able to remove it or significantly diminish the symptoms, the physical, the emotional symptoms that they've been dealing with for many, many, many years. It's astounding, right? So in this process, we're able to get at the root cause because your subconscious mind will just bubble up the data points that we need for you to connect the dots of why do I do what I do, right? Because your subconscious remembers everything that's ever happened to you right? So I ask it and it tells me, <laughs> right? And so the person that I'm working with has the ability then as a, as an adult to go, oh, I made these decisions about myself as a, as a young person or as a child, or even as an infant sometimes. And I don't need that anymore. I'm not that person anymore. I'm able to let that go. That understanding creates such a powerful moment for them. They're able to just let it go. And then rewrite, reshift, reinterpret those scenes from their past. Sorry, there's a hair in my face that's tickling my nose. <laughs> and that creates a really powerful ripple effect. And then the third portion of that first session, that RTT session, it's discover, rewire, transform, right? The, re the transformation portion is where I take all of the information that I've gathered from a client and I... I whip it up into a, a monologue, if you will. So while they're still mm. in that relaxed state of hypnosis, I'm instilling new empowering beliefs and thoughts and, and habits. 
And so they get this recording. I mix in some binaural beats and then they listen to it every day for at least 21 days because your brain likes repetition, Ben. So the more you think a thought, the more true it becomes for you, right? So if you're telling yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, that's your reality. So this process shifts your reality by literally building new neural pathways in your brain, right? So that becomes the new normal, the new familiar pathway that your brain goes to in times of stress. So we follow that up with three 60-minute coaching sessions because those coaching sessions then allow us to talk through the shifts that's happening, right? You know, um, if you've, if anyone's ever done kind of like a sugar detox, right? Like you eliminate all the sugar, all the carbs, all the white, <laughs> all the white vegetables from your diet. And then when you do that, your body's like, whoa, wait, what's happening? Right. It gets a little wobbly, get a little, gets a little comfortable. Right. But you come out the other side of it and you're like, oh, wow, I feel so much better, so much lighter because you let go of those toxins from your body. So it's the same kind of process, but in a different kind of way. Does that make sense? So what it seems like is going on here is we start by getting relaxed and by letting our brains go into that uh, peaceful um, alpha wave state, I believe you said, mm -hmm. so that the judgment part of the brain can take a back seat, take a nap. Then by asking questions, we uncover what our subconscious mind believes about ourself. And then from there, we figure out what's holding us back. And then through that, um, through, through the new story, I believe you said the, the monologue, mm -hmm. uh, we figure out how do we course correct and go towards somewhere that's much more helpful to us, build that audio program, listen to that, reprogram our brains, and then follow up with discussions about how to make that more permanent and the changes because it is a very rapid change. Is that pretty much the system? Perfect. Yeah, it's it's a great synopsis of it um, because the, the one-two punch, the, the subconscious conversation and then the conscious conversation allows us to eliminate the old beliefs and instill new empowering beliefs, habits, ideas, ways of moving forward. So it really helps folks make a quantum leap. Um, I just finished working with a client, for example, who came to me with um, a lot of self-doubt, a real lack of confidence in his abilities, even though he was successful in, in his career and successful um, as a amateur um, cyc racing cyclist, right? But yet still filled with self-doubt so much so that he was too trepidatious to start his own business, even though that's what he was really being called to do. And through the work that we did, um, he said to me about three weeks into it, he's like, self-doubt, lack of confidence, what's that? I, I can't even fathom it now. I tried to let it in and it was nowhere to be found. You know, and, and it's just like, boom, right? Because having suffered from a lack of confidence or no confidence for years because of what happened to me in my, in my former career, I've been on this quest in particular to help people reclaim their confidence, Ben, because I found fundamentally that is at the heart of what makes people successful. That's what makes entrepreneurs successful is having that fundamental confidence in themselves believing that they can, even when it gets hard, even when they're up against all odds, they can still find their way through it, right? So it's, it's beautiful for me to witness these ahas and these powerful shifts that my clients experience. That's incredible. And, and I love the part about for the next 21 days, you have got to listen to that program because you know, I, I'm very fascinated by cognitive function and I'm all about optimizing your optimizing your brain, like being yeah. as effective and as efficient as you possibly can be. And, and through my studies, what it seems like is you have 
these two, specifically memory, you have these two sections, the short-term working memory and then the long-term memory. And so the more often that you can commit information from your short-term memory into that long-term memory, that's when those uh, those new dendrites are formed or, or those new neural pathways are strengthened, which gives you the ability to remember it. Um, I think it makes it easier to remember it, which makes it more prevalent in your mind. So yes. it seems like that you're almost reprogramming your brain by directly attacking what is holding you back, which I, I think is brilliant. And I also love what you said about the the belief and the confidence because, you know, I talk to entrepreneurs all the time and and I've interviewed hundreds of entrepreneurs from, you know, billionaires to New York times, bestselling authors. And there's no way that you can do the incredible things that these people are doing and incredible things like, like you're doing without having that belief in yourself. Because if you're, if you're telling yourself, I'm going to fail, there's no way I can do it. I am just awful. I suck. Then that's going to be true. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we truly do craft our own realities by the thoughts that we think your, your brain responds to the words you tell yourself and the pictures you see in your head. Right. So if you're telling yourself negative things and if you're seeing, you know, catastrophic things happening to you, then you're going to see those out in the world. There's another part of your brain called the mirror neurons. I call them your emotional antennae, right? (laughs) And they pick up on the things that you're looking for, right? So if you suddenly you decide, oh, I want to go out and buy a new Tesla, suddenly you start seeing Teslas all over the place, right? And it's that mirror neuron effect that's happening, Um, and so it's the same thing if you're looking for bad things, oh, the sky's falling, the sky's falling. Well, look, (laughs) bad things start to happen. So, um, you know, and it, it boils down to another principle of physics, right? We're all energy. If you boil us all down, we're just energy, right? And so negative energy vibrates at a lower frequency and positive energy vibrates at a higher frequency. And then the law of attraction kicks in again, more physics, right? And so if you're vibrating at a lower frequency, guess what? You're going to attract to you more negative things because that's what you're thinking. That's what you're looking for. And then it will show up in your reality versus, oh, okay. Choosing consciously to keep your thoughts positive about yourself and about the world, not in a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, oh, it just left me. Not in a false kind of way, not in a, oh, everything's fine. No, not that, but truly like, oh, right. Things are getting better and better and better. Today's a great day. I have a fresh start. I'm grateful for what I have today. How can I move forward powerfully from here? As you do that, your energy levels rise and the new opportunities, new possibilities literally start to come in sync with you and your vibration and the world starts to open up. The client that I mentioned earlier, um, inside of 30 days, he is um, putting all the pieces and parts in place to start his own company and all of the perfect contacts are just magically starting to show up. He's like, it's just happening so easy. It's amazing to me. And I'm like, yay. I love it. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. That's amazing. And and I do love what you said about and and I believe perhaps a, a term that that could go with what you're saying would be like delusions. You know, like not deluding yourself to think that there are things that are happening that are not happening, but recognizing things for what they really are and for the opportunity that they are and and for the for the amazing things that you can create from that. Uh, and, and I totally, yeah. Agree. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Pollyanna was the word I was looking for. Right. Cause I used to be accused of don't be so Pollyanna. I'm like, what are you talking about? Everything's fine. And it wasn't fine. Trust me. Um, and now I can say, Oh yeah, I kind of was being Pollyanna. Um, but now you're right. It's, it's really about making that conscious choice every single day. Like, and I'm not to, it's not to say crappy things don't happen to people because they do right? But it's how you respond versus reacting to whatever that negative thing that happens to you. You know, you can 
react in a gut reaction and it had be, oh, wow, this is crappy. This is horrible. And oh, my life is shit, right? Or you can be like, wow, okay, that was really hard. What can I learn from it? And how can I move forward more powerfully from it? Because there really is no such thing as failure, Ben. It's just learning, right? Okay, that didn't go the way I expected. Do over, try again, try something different, but keep moving forward, right? I think that's I think that's profound that there really is no such thing as failure. Because like you said, there's always something to learn from it. And I actually think behind the veil of failure and and disappointment, there's always an opportunity. Absolutely. Always an opportunity. And and that's something that I believe completely, like wholeheartedly. I, I believe that. So I want to drill down more into these into these three steps. With the first one, when we're getting relaxed and putting our brain into that calm alpha state, how do you actually do that? Like, what are the steps to actually get your brain into that state? Well, I I didn't mention in my bio, but I do have a magic wand. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the magic wand works and, um, it's actually, it's actually very simple. It's, it's just a matter of listening to my voice, Ben. So what I have you do is I have you look up as high as you possibly can, as if you're looking into your own eyebrows, keeping your eyes glued to a real or imagined spot overhead. And as you breathe in and out, as you do that, it creates a burst of alpha brain waves, right? And eventually have you just close your eyes and relax and just listen to my voice as I take you down a set of stairs, walking into a beautiful green valley. And my tone changes, right? My demeanor and how I speak to clients as I'm taking them down into a state of hypnosis changes purposefully, right? Um, to help them relax um, and to create an interesting kind of pattern interrupt as they're listening to um, what I'm saying. And it allows them to let go of their thinking mind and to just relax further and further. Um, and, And so the question that I get often is, well, can everyone be hypnotized? And the short answer is yes, and there's different degrees to it, right? Some people will drop down very quickly, and I can tell because their their body energy shifts. I do all my work virtually over Zoom like this, but I am very intuitive, and I can literally feel people's energy no matter where they are on the planet. It's kind of a cool superpower that I have. Right. Um, so I can tell when they're, they're dropped into a pretty relaxed state and there's other folks that they stay, they don't go quite as deep, but the truth is your subconscious is always listening. It's always listening. And so even if they're not as deep into a relaxed state as they might think they should be or want to be, Um, I know that their subconscious is always listening and all the perfect answers always come forth. Even, even if they think, oh, well, it didn't work, but I can tell that it worked because of how their energy shifts. Right. So um, yeah, some folks are very heady. They're very intellectual and they get stuck from here up. Right. And they're a little more challenging, but I I have my wings. (laughs) So it seems like, you're changing the tone of your voice and you're creating an atmosphere where they can relax and they can get to that place that, or, or at least as close as possible to that place where you need them to be in order to, to move on. How, how much time does that usually take? Like what's the chronology there of when you start versus when you typically see them, get there. Sure. So an, an entire RTT session is about two hours long, right? We, we start with a, about 20 or 30 minutes of discussion, right? And then I'm like, okay, go ahead and get comfortable in your chair. Make sure you're sitting up, but with your head 
propped, right? So you don't fall over and break your neck. (laughs) I've had a few people like, I'm like, don't fall over your chair, please. Um, But once I start the process, it usually takes five minutes or less. Wow. That's pretty fast. Yes. (laughs) So then, okay. So pretty fast. So five minutes, you have them where you need them to be. Then how do you go in and ask those questions? Like how do you drill down into the subconscious to really identify those pain points, those, uh, those obstacles? Sure. So once I've gotten somebody into that really relaxed state, I, I do a couple of kind of little tests um, to show them how suggestible they are because in an alpha brainwave state, it's your most suggestible, your, your super learning state. Right. And, and so um, I'll do different things depending on who they are, how many times I've worked with them to just help them prove to themselves like, Oh, I am in this state. I am suggestible. My subconscious is listening. And as my subconscious is listening, it's taking in all, all this information that she's telling me, right? It's just more and more different ways of them to be open and receptive, right? <clears throat> so now that they're dropped into that very receptive state, I'm able to then um, take them back in time to a place, a scene, a place, an event in time that is all to do with how, where, why, when you developed this lack of belief in yourself, for example, right? And I'll count them down from five, four, three, two, one in a progressive kind of way, talking to them. And then essentially saying to them, so then on the count of one, you can see this place, you can feel this place. It's so clear, so real, so lifelike. We're just revisiting the scene. We're not reliving it. On the count of one, just be there, just go there, just be there. And the imagery pops into their mind, right? And they're able to go, and I'm like, so where are you now? Are you inside? Are you outside? Is it daytime? Is it nighttime? Who's there with you? How old are you? And all of that information just comes out of people. They're they're in this relaxed state, but they're still awake enough that they're able to respond to my questions, And they give me the information and I'm taking notes as we go. Um, And we do that a couple of times. We'll go back to two, three, sometimes even four different scenes that give them information. And then I'm able to literally help them connect the dots. Like, okay, your, your subconscious has brought up these scenes from your past. That's all to do with what you're experiencing today. So what's the, what's the word, the thread that links the past with the present and they, they know the answers and that answer oftentimes gives them that big aha, like, Oh, wow. I just thought that I wasn't worthy because my mother said this or my father said that. And with that understanding, then they're able to go, Oh, that's not me anymore. I don't need that decision about myself anymore. I can let it go. And so we then continue on of doing some other things, really helping them reintegrate with themselves, right? Reintegrating that, that younger version of themselves with that older version of themselves, looking at, wow, look where you've come from, how you've succeeded in the world, who you've become. And it, it, and it brings people back into a state of wholeness, right? Enabling greater peace and calm and allowing them to, to then move forward more powerfully. Wow. That is inspiring. Because it it's seems like... super fun. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like unless you really can dive into this on your own, it would be so, so, so difficult to identify and I guess like remove these, these blockages, like this, this mental trash that's there. That's just cluttering up your space. Yeah. That's a great way to think about it. You know, um, 
it's like we we get new phones every year, every three years or whatever it is, right? And the new phones have new operating systems, right? So if you think of yourself as an operating system, we put in old programs a long time ago, right? But we don't update them. So this is a process of updating your operating system quickly and easily and effortlessly. Okay, maybe not effortlessly. It takes a little bit, but it's a, a lot quicker and I would say a lot less painful than doing months or years of talk therapy. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm not bashing talk therapy. It has its place as does coaching. But what I love about RTT and the brilliance of what Marissa Peer has created is that this form of um, hypnotherapy is a combination of cognitive behavioral therapy neuro-linguistic programming and hypnosis all combined together, rolled up into one. And then I've added in the coaching behind that to really create this 30-day container, right? That people can step into, uncover, release, let go and transform their lives in a way that they've been trying to get at for for years, sometimes unsuccessfully. And, and, and I say that because it, that was me, right? I was able to transform my life through this work and I'm so, so completely grateful, right. And thrilled that I get to, to share this work with others now, because um, who wants to be stuck? Who wants to feel crappy? Who wants to be depressed? Who wants to have chronic health issues? And this work enables us as RTT practitioners to eliminate them. Mm -hmm whether that's significantly diminish them or get rid of them altogether. I've helped people who've had really bad arthritis diminish it by like 80% who have gotten rid of their IBS so much so that they couldn't even remember was we worked on when I came back to them a month later, like, Hey, you want to give me a testimonial? She's like, what did we work on? I was like, wow. Okay. That was good. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, another client of mine, who very successful created a multi-million dollar business before he was 30, right? But nearly killed himself because he blew out his adrenals and wasn't able to work for years, several years, and was progressively getting better, but literally was only able to work a couple hours a day, right? And in the work that we did together, his health scores came up by like 35, 40, 50% in a matter of just a few months, because we were able to get at the underlying beliefs of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't matter. Which was creating all the striving, striving, striving that pushed him to create such success, but at the cost of his own body. Right. So it's just, it's really amazing stuff. I enjoy it. <laughs> so when you're digging around, in the subconscious, trying to find what's really holding people back. How do you identify what's at somebody's core versus what is an external belief that they've internalized? Because what I've come across in, in my journey and experiences, and granted I'm 24, so there's a ton that I have to learn. Um, but it seems like as we go along, uh, there are many layers of who we are. And not only are there our own layers of, of our core, but there are, like I was saying, those external layers that we internalize. And we're constantly moving forward and building new layers, but then those layers are melding and mushing together with each other. And so it's like, how do you know what's really you? How do you know it's that external factor? How do you know what you think about those external things if they're clouding your judgment and then you're using that judgment to decide which ones are really you and all of that's coming together and then you're dynamic so you're continuously moving forward and building new ones. It's like a lot of things going forward. Like how do you go in and dig through all of that? That's a great question, Ben. So, um, Part of it is my many, many years as a coach. I'm a really good listener and I can very quickly discern 
people come to me with, this is the problem they want to fix, but I can tell within 10 minutes that the problem is really down here, right? It's like five layers down. So I have, I have a couple of conversations with clients before we actually begin in our TT session. So I have a, a free complimentary discovery call that if people want to talk to me and find out if this work is right for them, if it can serve them, happy to have that, right? And you can find a link on my website to do that really easily. Um, and I ask a lot of questions there to find out what's going on. How is it holding you back? How is it um, keeping you from what you really want? And what is it that you really want? So that gives me a layer of data, right? And then when they decide to work with me, I have a deeper set of questions that I send them that they fill out ahead of our session, which gives me more data. And, and then we talk through it, right? So the beginning of our RTT session, we, we spend 20, 30 minutes talking through that information they've given me. And I ask very specific questions to understand what's going on, um, how, what's not working for you. Um, tell me about some of the things that have been holding you back in other arenas, whether it's career, health, otherwise, right? And that all gives me a really clear sense of the direction that we're going. Um, and then while someone's in hypnosis, then I ask more questions, right? Because their, their subconscious mind will tell me, I'm literally, what, what's at the root cause of this? Where did this start? What created this belief? And sometimes there's seemingly benign circumstances, but when you combine them together with other things, it creates a particular way of being in the world that no longer serves them. Because you see, there's a part of your brain called the amygdala and the amygdala is your fight or flight mechanism, right? It's what keeps us safe and alive and on the planet. I like to call her Amy. Amy G. Dalla is her first and official name, right? And Amy just wants to keep safe, right? And so Amy takes in this information as a kid and decides, oh, well, that's not safe. Don't, don't ever do that again, right? And so she's a fierce protector, right? But no one ever tells her, oh, no, we're not, we're not playing by that rule anymore. No, she's, no, I got my, my stick, my stake in the ground. This is what I'm managing until you tell her otherwise. You just got to give her a different job, right? So that's a big part of what I do is um, I get at those beliefs that Amy is holding fast to, and like, oh, no, you can let that go. Here's a new belief, a new belief of, oh, I am enough. I am smart. I am talented. I'm capable. I belong. I fit in. I'm not an outsider, right? You know, as children, we just want to belong. And that common belief of I'm different is very, very prevalent in adults, even though we don't call it that, right? call it fear of missing out FOMO, right? <laughs> I'm different. I don't want to, I want to fit in because we all just want to belong. We're hardwired to belong, to be in community, to connect with others. So when you can eliminate that belief of, oh, well, I'm not actually different. I'm unique. Those are two different things. I'm very unique in who I am. There's only one of me and there's only one of you on the planet, but that doesn't mean you're so different that you don't fit in or you don't belong. And when you can eradicate those fundamental beliefs, then things can shift really powerfully for people. As a quick aside, and, and I think that's brilliant, by the way, when you said uh, you call her Amy, um, I have a dog who's a, an American foxhound. Her name is Amy, and when you're like, she's a you know a staunch protector, like a defender. Every time somebody comes to the door, Amy starts barking her head off, you know, like the guard dog. And I just, I just started started thinking of that. It's like, yeah, it's exactly the same thing as Amy, your guard dog, right? It's just in your head, <laughs> a little different. I'll uh, um, I'll have to send you a picture of Amy, the lizard lady that I found. Right, you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, but but I I really do think that there's a lot of uh, a lot of truth um, and a lot of power in, in what you're saying. Of we have these pre-programmed uh, 
things in our in our mind and and you know the way we've been doing it for so many years we had just have to reprogram it and and just do it differently and and change the game that's interesting very interesting so once we've identified what needs to be reprogrammed and we now are actively working to reprogram this how do we make sure we don't default back to uh, to what we thought before because those are like very long standing beliefs that we've held so it seems like even after those 21 days even after those you know those those extra coaching sessions and the discussions it seems like there's still probably a chance maybe it's a a small chance but it seems like there's still a chance that we could revert back to those unhelpful uh practices or ways how do we make sure to stay vigilant and to not regress sure and and that's that's a very common question i get too ben um that's why the recording is such a key component to this work and the coaching sessions are a key component to this work because as you're listening to that recording. You listen to it as you go to bed every night because if you fall asleep, no worries. Your subconscious is always listening. Some clients put it on repeat, right? So the more you listen, the more ingrained it becomes. The more you listen, the more ingrained it becomes, right? So you're building those new neural pathways. That's a really, really important piece. Um, the coaching sessions are also enable me to, to give clients other valuable tools as well. So I have this massive coaching toolbox, right? So I might have clients do a values exercise, right? So they can get really clear on, well, what's really important to me here? What are those fundamental building blocks of how I make decisions every day? And you can see really clearly where the, the work or the situation is out of alignment with your values so you can course correct, right? consciously versus running subconscious programs based on fear, based on Amy, like, no, no, go left, go left. No, no, Amy, we're done with going left. We know that we need to go right here. Right. Um, And so I have those different tools and exercises that I pull out that I give to clients um, as part of the work that we do together that I also have them, they have a private journal space as well. So they're able to journal as they go through the process to see the ups and the downs that, that tend to happen, but then they can look back on it and go, wow, that's where I was. I can see and remember how I felt then. And now I can see how I feel now, right? The client I talked about at, at the top of the show was, you know, he, his energy has completely shifted. He feels more happy, more confident. Um, he, he and his family had just moved to a new state and he had his first cycling, amateur cycling race with this new group of people that he was riding with. And he thought, oh, I, you know, I don't know that I'll, I'll, I'll be able to win, but, you know, I, I know I'm going to do well. He actually won. He won the race and he was like, wow, that I haven't won a race in three years. You know, so it literally shifts your, your physiology. There's a great book that you would probably love. It's called The Biology of Belief by um, Bruce Lipton. And for all you science lovers out there, it's full of science and experiments. You'll love it. <laughs> but um, he's a, a cell biologist and he's been a teacher for many, many years. But what he discovered through his work and his research was that your thoughts literally change the physiology of your body. There's 50 trillion cells in your body and your body's made up of 60% water, right? Um, and so the thoughts that you think are imprinting are imposing themselves on those 50 trillion cells, right? There's another a research scientist, um, uh, Masarimoto, who passed away several years ago, um, messages in the water, hidden messages in the water. And he did all these experiments um, on water samples from around the world, from um, positively charged places and negatively charged places like Chernobyl versus Sonoma, for example. And he froze the water and looked at the crystals underneath microscopes and water crystals from negatively charged places were very distorted versus the ones from high vibrating places were beautiful and, and perfect, 
right? And so if you take that science and apply it to your body, like what are the words that I'm telling myself? Are they positively impacting me or are they negatively impacting me? All 50 trillion cells of me, right? So you have the power to change your physiology by what you're telling yourself. And, you know, when I first became a coach, Ben, I thought, oh, it's woo-woo. I can't really take this into corporate America. Man, it is science. It just makes me so excited because it's another woo-woo about even though I love having a magic wand. But um, it's it really is science. And that's what's really cool and exciting about it. <laughs> so, Michelle, we've talked a lot about the work that you do and how, how you serve other people. Uh, but what's been going on in your personal life this whole time? I mean, what's what's your journey been like uh, outside of work? That's an interesting question and unexpected. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, it's always a journey. Um, I uh, am the youngest uh, in a family of entrepreneurs and um, always felt judged by them, right? I I was sharing just the other day, um, the day I graduated from college, my we're all sitting around having family dinner and my parents are like, so do you have a job? What are you going to do now? And I'm like, I'm going to France. I'm going to be an au pair. Bye. <laughs> because to me, the alternate was staying and working in the family business, which felt so daunting for fear of being under the thumb, under the watchful judging eye of my mom, my dad, my brother and sister, because they all worked in the business together. And so it's taken me a lot of years to move beyond those fears to reclaim my confidence um, and to find myself. You know, I've, I've been on a, a journey of personal development now for probably 20 years, um, discovering who I am and who I am authentically, right? And, and that takes time and work, you know, and everybody's on their own journey. Um, I'm here as a guide to help others. And I've had lots of guides on my path. I've worked with some amazing, brilliant teachers along the way um, that have continually helped me to pull another layer off, shed another layer, shed another layer, shed, shed more and more until I finally found, oh, there's, there's the true Michelle. Right. And then, then giving myself full permission to stand in that wholeheartedly every, every day without fear of judging or am I okay? Or do you like me? Or do you love me? Or whatever that was, it's like, no, this is who I am. And you can take me as I am or not. That's fine. Right. But I know what I'm here to do now. And I'm able to do that each and every day. And that that's really freeing, you know, and I see a lot of people who haven't created that level of understanding for themselves. And I see their pain and their heartbreak and um, it moves me deeply. And it's why I'm so passionate about my work because in, in, you know, this is a way of helping them let go of some of those layers and to step more fully into who they are and shine their light and do their good works in the world. So that's all. I'm so glad that that you shared that because literally just this past weekend, um, I I took this humongous roll of paper, like the, a big roll, you know, and you can you can open it. And I sat on the dining room table, my dining room table, and I just started writing, and just wrote and wrote and wrote. And th- there are no artificial limits, right? Because you could just keep rolling out more and more and more and more paper. Um, and I literally wrote out my idea of the philosophy of life. Mm, like, yes. like, what is the purpose? What is my purpose? What am I here to do? And after like a billion pages, you know, if you were to, to chop them up into pages, after like so many pages and so many words, I literally came to a conclusion very, very similar to that, that my purpose on this planet is to fully discover who I am and to, to go on and, and go down and fully immerse myself in the journey of self-discovery and, and understanding who am I at my core. And because I'm always evolving and always changing, that is a never-ending process. 
Yep. Absolutely. You're if you're not learning, you're dying. Yeah. That's true. Right. And and it's a fun journey. It's a tumultuous journey, but through every painful passage that you go through, there's a breakthrough and you up level and then you up level and then you up level and it and you get lighter and brighter and more expansive in the world. And then you're able to to wield that energy in different ways in service of others. You know, for for many years, you know, I thought, oh, it was always about where's the next client? Where's the next client? Where's the next client? How do I pay my bills? How do I pay my bills? And then when I realized, oh, no, it's really about how do I be of service? When I was able to make that mind shift of how can I be fully well used today in service of others, then everything changed. And more and more layers fell away and things started flowing because it's about being in that place of flow, Ben, that place where you operate from most easily, most effortlessly for yourself, right? Using all your gifts, your talents from your core values, right? I call that your sweet spot, a place where all those things converge. That's where life happens beautifully. Cause I've seen, you know, people throughout my life who seemingly had it all together, right? They had the beautiful life, the beautiful career. They seemed happy and content. And I was like, how do they have that? How come I can't have that? I've had a, a, a lovely upbringing. I'm very blessed. You know, nothing bad really happened to me. No severe traumas in my life, but yet I still wasn't happy and I still didn't have that sense of confidence. Right. Um, you know, I look at my brother who I, I love dearly and he's always been filled with confidence, same parents, same household, same. I'm like, how come he has all the confidence? I don't have any, I don't understand that. You know, and he had that seemingly beautiful life, perfect wife, beautiful kids, beautiful house, successful career. And then it all fell down one day. And I realized, oh, part of that was a veil, right? There was a lot of paddling like hell underneath the covers to make things seem okay when they weren't, you know? And so, there's a lot of that happening. No one has a perfect life. There's no such thing as perfection either. Perfection is in the eye of the beholder. And so when folks listening can understand that there really is no such thing as perfection, there's getting it right. And then there's like straining yourself to go that extra 5% from 95 to 100%. You have to ask yourself, is it really worth the time, the effort, the toil to get to that last 5% or can you take that energy and apply it somewhere else and elevate up in different ways? That makes sense. Absolutely. And, and I think that's profound what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I want to thank you so much for, for coming on the show today and, and sharing everything that you have. I uh, just have a few more questions for you. Then, then we'll wrap it on up. Absolutely. I can talk all day about this stuff. <laughs> I love it. Me too. <laughs> Happy Me too. to share. <laughs> so the first question for you is, um, what's your philosophy on developing deep, meaningful, and genuine connection with another person? Ah, that's a great question. Um, the path to deep, meaningful connection is the V word, vulnerability. (laughs) It's vulnerability is the path to courage. You know, I just saw one of my, one of my sheroes is Brene Brown, right? Um, And she's come out with a new, um, uh, a new special on Netflix called the path to courage. And I'm actually getting um, trained actually in her leadership development work, which I'm super excited about because it's, it's really about how do you let your heart shine? How do you let and share your heart with another to move past the veils, to move past the barriers, to have 
more of what you actually want in your life. You know, I see a lot of people who want to be right about something. I'm like, well, do you want to be right or do you want to be in connection? Right. And the needing to be right is based on old fears, is old protective mechanisms, is Amy hard at work. Right. So when you allow yourself to be more vulnerable and to just share your your true heart with another, that that's truly what makes things connect more fully. And it's easier said than done. Trust me. <laughs> I'm a constant learner. I'll be the first to admit it. What is your greatest theory? My greatest theory? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting concept question. You're full of good questions, Ben. And I thought I was a good question asker. Um, my greatest theory. Um, the first thing that pops to mind is rewire your brain, think new thoughts, and your life will follow. Rewire your brain, think new thoughts, your life will follow. It's a pretty good theory. Short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything about yourself that you think is an important part of who you are that we did not talk about today? In other words, what did I miss? Hmm. Um, I'm a wholehearted animal lover and nature lover and compassionate towards those beings that don't necessarily have a voice, right? Whether that's the animals or the trees or the planet or children or, you know, whomever, um, I think if we approach our lives and the people we come across with greater compassion and kindness, operating from a place of love first, it can make a really powerful, positive impact on those that you come in contact with and leaves them feeling a little lighter and brighter, which then creates this powerful ripple effect around the around the globe. So I'm 24 and I really got to know what question or questions should I be asking you like specifically me asking specifically you with your knowledge, your wisdom, your genius that I just wouldn't think to ask. Um, wow. Um, Perhaps the question might be, what do you want your younger self to know? If you could go back and tell the younger version of you the secret to having a happy, fulfilled life, what would you tell them, right? So if you were asking me that question, then my response would be, um, wow, it really hits me, <laughs> actually. Um, if I could go back and have told my younger self that really, you are enough. If I had known that when I was little or when I was a teenager, my life would have looked differently. But it took me this long on my path to figure that out and everyone's on their own path. So for everyone who's listening, please know that you are enough. You always have been, you always will be, and no one can ever take that away from you and allow yourself to let that sink in truly and deeply. I promise you it will make a huge difference in your world. <laughs> you got me all teary eyed, Ben, quit. <laughs> Well, Michelle, I want to thank you so, so much for coming on the show today and, and sharing this time with me. It's been a very special experience and, and I'm very honored to have to have met you. Oh, thank you so much, Ben. It's been a real joy to to meet you and, and share um, some of these bits with you and your listeners. And um, I just, you know, I'm, I hope to make positive ripple effects around the planet with those who are listening and um, 
you know, really many blessings to you and the good works that you're doing here in the world and you're sharing with others. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. Can you, uh, can you give us a few actionable things that we can take home so that we can work on immediately now that we're all fired up and we're emotionally invested? Like what are the things we need to do right now in order to take this to the next level and really, really make a difference in our lives? Sure. Um, I would say uh, a thing that you could do is really identify what what are those core values of yours that are really important. Um, I have a a free values worksheet on my website, nectarconsulting.com. You can go to the brain candy section, right? And under assessments, um, there's a values worksheet there. So download it for free, um, go through it and identify what are those top 10 values that are most important to you. They're like water and air that you can't live your life without. They're, they're the building blocks of your decisions in each day. And then, then really think about on a scale of one to 10, 10 being I'm, I'm living this value really well each day and one being mm, I'm not doing a very good job, right? Identify for yourself how well you're living into each of your values each day. Because that'll give you a clear idea of what's in alignment and what's not in alignment. So you can tweak the knobs and dials, make adjustments, right? You might find that, wow, some of your values are being stepped on or ignored. And that creates that dis-ease, that stress, that tension in our bodies, which drives you. So I found values are really at the heart of everything that I do for clients. It's helping them remember, realign with what those are. And that creates really powerful shifts. So I would invite everybody to, to try that on and see what there is to see. And, you know, if, um, when you do that, if you want to have a deeper conversation about it, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can always find me at nectarconsulting.com or, um, book a complimentary consultation with me. I'm happy to have a chat and see uh, what needs to shift. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Michelle. And to everybody who is listening, watching, I want to thank y'all very, very much for being a part of this, uh, for sticking with us till the end, for supporting the show, supporting me. Uh, I love y'all very, very much. So thank you very much. And I will see y'all on the next episode. Have a good Bye, everybody.